bitch. You need to hear this. Hello, hello, and welcome to the bitchiest podcast in all of the land. Bitch, you need to hear this. I am your bitchiest host, KDP, and welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited to be bringing you two new episodes this week. I know if you guys are a loyal listener to Bitch, you need to hear this. It's been very sporadic the last couple of months. We've gone a month with no episodes. Last week, I didn't post anything, and this week, I'm bringing you two episodes, and I love you all for sticking with me and being patient. Part of why I didn't post episodes for so long was I was in the thick of figuring out how to edit this episode. These and I had to break it up into two episodes. There was just no way I was going to put it in one mammoth long episode for you guys. I wanted to break it up in a little more bite sized pieces. So today um, I recommend that you start listening with part one. And then dive into part two of Jordan's story, where we are going to talk about an experience, a shared experience that the two of us had that relates pretty well with my story, especially part three. If you haven't listened to part three of Katie's heartbreak story, you will not know kind of the background and the context of who Ferris Bueller is, which is a a nickname that I gave one of my exes when telling my heartbreak story. So you might miss the context, but if you haven't listened to part three and you really don't want to go back, just understand that Bueller is my ex-boyfriend. That's all you need to really know. And the rest of it will kind of um, reveal itself as this episode transpires. We're going to, in part one, we're going to go over that and Jordan and I's shared experience. And then part two, we're going to look at the bigger picture and what that means for Jordan as a woman and how she shows up in the world as a biracial woman. I think both episodes are really important, and I hope you listen with open-minded and compassionate ears. I think, like a lot of things I talk about on Bitch, You Need to Hear This, this is something that is really controversial and something that could really easily trigger you. And it could trigger trigger you for multiple reasons. It could trigger you because you might feel like you... your, Your own beliefs or your own ideas differ from ours, and you might feel attacked. Um, and you also might feel triggered because your experiences are really similar to Jordan's and that also might trigger you. So just take care of yourself as you are kind of navigating our conversation about racial identity, race and dating, race and friendships and just relationships in general. And but however, I think this conversation is super important and I'm really passionate about bringing it to you guys and I worked really hard to make sure that this was as open and transparent and kind as possible however there is some entertainment value in there and you're going to get some tea of course duh this is bitch need to hear this of course I'm going to give you the tea and the background and the story of it all but I think there's a really important message here and I hope that all of you are listening for that too All right, without further ado, let me introduce you to my girl, Jordan. We recorded this episode a couple months ago, so I'm really excited. It's finally hitting the airwaves, finally hitting your ears on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever you consume this podcast with, and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bitch, You Need to Hear This with your bitchiest host in all of the land. KDP. And I've decided to be messy this week, friends. Just a little messy. And I can't wait to introduce this week's guest. This episode has been a very long time in the making, probably like months. And I am pumped because it's going to be a good one. So today we're going to talk about something. I think that it it's a little messy, but it's also relatable. And I think it's going to speak to a lot of you guys that listen to this podcast especially if you're single especially if you have a um if you went through a friendship breakup especially if you've 
just been through it, it with relationships in general. I think you're going to find this one a fun one. And if you enjoyed my story, um, this is also going to be a little bit fun. So I would like to introduce Jordan to the podcast. Hello, Jordan. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This has been a long time awaited. A long time. Months and like literally months in the making, actually. <laughs> And I think we're both like, holy shit. <laughs> like, like, I know. I'm like, like I'm nerd. actually in your living room right now. <laughs> like you're, we're face to face. And before we even go into anything about what we're going to talk about. Well, no, I'm going to introduce our topic of what we're going to talk about before I tell the listeners how we know each other. So Jordan want, asked to come on the podcast to talk about a topic, like I said, that's really relatable. And that is being a single biracial woman and just the experience what makes your dating experience different than someone that isn't biracial or is just white so and doesn't you know doesn't experience um any type of or isn't privileged in that regard so I'm really excited I think this is a topic that I've been wanting to talk about in general for a while so it just kind of so happened that we have a really interesting connection and I think before we dive into that I think we'd be remiss to not inform the listenership of how you and I came to know each other so do you want to tell that story or shall I um I don't know like I guess you can tell it it's just it's still it's still crazy like it's still like crazy how we know each other yeah and we have gotten to know each other over the last few months and I have enjoyed that personally (laughs) um but you guys so Jordan and I met uh well technically yeah we met uh Halloween of last year that's true yeah and we didn't like well we met formally then but we didn't actually like meet in a friendly way until well I was too okay to be fair, I was, like, hammered at that point. Katie fair. said she came up to me and talked to me. I have zero recollection of that, but that probably did happen. I hope I wasn't <laughs> I super witnesses. mean. But, uh. <laughs> I have witnesses to corroborate that so, I am telling the truth. Uh. But I didn't just make that up. But, um, yeah, so Jordan and I met in 2021 Halloween. She came to my Halloween party that I hosted with my roommates at the time. And it was a little awkward that she was at that party because we have a very interesting connection like one of those really small world small town type of things but Jordan is best friends with Bueller's now fiance former best friend I was gonna say that title is not there anymore Correct. When we met, though, you were best friends. (laughs) Yes, when we met. When we met, she was Bueller's girlfriend's best friend. So just sit for a second and and think about that, like the the connection, how that pans out. So if you remember from my story, part three, um, I still laugh at myself that I have like a three part episode. It was good. But I talked about my relationship with Bueller and just everything that transpired in the short few months that him and I dated and you guys like I haven't really gone into on the podcast I don't know the response of bitch need to hear this and like just the general um reactions from the people that I talked about but let me tell you they were a little bit intense and uh, Bueller did get wind of the podcast and I I haven't ever spoken to him about it but I haven't spoken to him since we broke up but um sounds like it didn't go over very well so Jordan heard about the podcast through her former best friend which I thought about giving her a call sign I switched I stopped calling them pseudos I started calling them call signs because I'm really into Top Gun right now okay (laughs) you're like what the fuck Uh, no it's fine it's fine (laughs) I refuse to watch them because Tom Cruise is problematic okay Tom Cruise is super problematic and (laughs) I hate him I fucking hate him but I love I love Miles Teller so anyway that's fair um but so no so I was gonna give her the pseudo call slash call sign of Ferris Bueller's girlfriend in the movie which is Sloane 
Okay. So we're if we need to say her name, whatever, because I don't want it to be like awkward if we, you know, are taught in, in a sentence if you're supposed to use her name, but I don't want to expose her. Right. We're keeping it all anonymous for anyone. Everyone's identity is protected. Exactly. Lottie fucking da. OK. And we're experts of HIPAA. So, yeah, fine. you know, what? I, <laughs> so I'm no fine. lawyer, but I know a little <laughs> bit about the law and I'm not about to fucking drag people through the mud. So Jordan and Sloan were best friends for how many years were you guys friends? 13 years but we knew each other we um we had um first grade together so you guys were like babies when you yeah we even have like a picture of us um in our first grade class but we didn't become really good friends until middle school it was i forget if it was sixth seventh grade um but that's when we really like became like infused at the hip basically yeah that's a long time long time yeah that's a super long time so you know, if you girlies have a bestie that's, like, your ride or die, I mean, that's how, like, Sloan and Jordan were. Like, they were really, really close. So when Jordan rolled up to my Halloween party, I had done enough. I had done enough. I hadn't really – I never looked at Sloan's Instagram or anything until I found out her and Bueller were dating. Like, I didn't even know her name or, like, anything like that when I was in a relationship with Bueller. But when I found out they were together because – one of my it's like a really weird connection you guys and I try to explain this on the podcast but it's like even it's so obscure that it's like it would take too long to explain but my best friend has a connection to Sloan and it's just super random like her boy it's like and it's removed it's like my friend's boyfriend so it's just like super weird but anyway like friend groups that are kind of like intertwined yeah it's just really really fucking random (laughs) and I had and we had no idea of the connection um until my friend like ran into them at a party shortly before my Halloween party and that's how I found out even that Bueller and Sloan were dating other I would have never known I mean I I don't know I don't think I ever would have known if there wasn't that connection there that he got back together with her so whatever that's what happened but so when once I found that out I did enough Instagram looking like you and Sloan like have a ton of pictures together uh, or used to on each other's social media and well her well more so hers than yours but her she had a lot of pictures of you guys together on her social media and so I recognized you as soon as you walked into my house and I was like holy shit (laughs) like okay this is fine I'm not gonna be weird about it like I you know I was gonna be polite and a nice little nice hostess that I was and Jordan doesn't remember this, but I walked up to her and I was like, hey, I know this weird connection. It's not a big deal. You know, we, we don't have to make we don't have to make a big deal of it. I have no, you know, ill will for Bueller in that situation. I wish them the best. And like you were nice. You were fine about it. You, OK, I'm like, I you were like, you, you were like, <laughs> oh, you, were like, you know, to be honest, you were like, you know, I mean, it's a little weird that like she's back with her ex. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> Well, because it was still pretty new, and I still was was. kind of like, okay, but, you know, she was my best friend, so I was like, you know, well, first, you're going to do what you're going to want to do, but whatever makes you happy, like, I'll support you, it's your life, not mine, so I was just kind of like, whatever. Um, And also, I'm not going to say what we were, but just so you know, I'm not sure if you were aware. No, I was aware. We were, like this day we were like matching halloween outfits i'm not gonna like say what they were but we were like matching halloween outfits yeah, they were literally like, doing like a friend's costume together you yes. guys and i didn't realize that when you walked into my house but i did realize that after the fact and i was like are you fucking kidding me that is what <laughs> nope. that is what ended up making me think out for sure that you were like sent to my party to like size me up actually no like that was the thing i didn't even know we were going to this party. I went, we were at a bar crawl in downtown Detroit for this Halloween thing. And I needed a ride back, obviously with my friends. And we ended up at your party. Like I, I honestly didn't even have a choice. Like I just showed up and I just was like, Oh, like, okay. Like whatever. Yeah. And so it was, it was super random. So I, I, I don't know. I definitely like felt some type of way. I was a little butthurt. I'm like, you know, I'm just out here trying to live my life, you know, post breakup, being single, whatever. And like, I'm good. I don't have any ill will. And there were some other things that happened after that that just kind of made me think like, why is this friend group like so obsessed with the idea that I dated Bueller? It doesn't matter. It is like, so I don't need to, we don't need to go into all that because it's irrelevant for today's episode, but <laughs> Ultimately, after Bitch Need to Hear This came out, 
and part three came out it took it didn't you guys didn't get wind of it right away like it took a few weeks i feel like not a month maybe even a month yeah, I, I was not looking at your stuff, so like no, we were like, like we I was like, like really this is irrelevant like to my life. Yeah, we were not <laughs> that invested. <laughs> we were not like you like we were neither party was like that invested. At the end of the day, and I will stand here and and defend my intention that it was never my intention. And if Bueller, you do end up listening to this episode, it was never my intention to paint you as transphobic or as racist it was never my intention my intention was to provide an and you can fucking roll your eyes and laugh at me and tell me to fuck off because i understand that's exactly what happened but i honestly was not i was kind of taken aback by it which now in hindsight is like kind of dumb but but i was saying to jordan the other day i'm like you guys like i literally recorded that at like three in the morning like by myself (laughs) like I wasn't really you know thinking necessarily how other people were gonna take it it was just I wanted to share my story and my perspective and so that's what my intention was but also what I the reason that I even shared any of that in that particular episode was to prove the point that Bueller and I just had really different values and even though I knew like in beliefs and even though I knew that and even though I recognized that I continued to betray myself and stay in the relationship and the whole point of episode the part three of that episode was to talk about how after Voldemort and I broke up it's like I spent a whole year like continuing trying to find ways to betray my own values and like make myself fit in with men that I didn't even really like or like I didn't even really it agree with. It happens too often. It I does. See it ha- like it does. People don't talk about it enough. Like even myself included. Like I'm not excluded from this. Like I have abandoned some of my identities or values yep. just to like not even not even for like boyfriends I've had just to like make guys like me. And like when you like step back, it's really fucked up. It totally <laughs> when is. You, when you're you realize qu- it, you're like, what the fuck? The like, quest for validation is like just so fucking dumb. Yes. Um, Especially if you're trying to find it from other people, that you're just going to be disappointed because codependency. But anyway, that's a whole ass different tangent. So I want to go into um, a little bit of the friendship breakup story of Sloan and Jordan, and they're no longer friends because the podcast came out, and there was some disagreements about that. And Jordan, you can share like whatever you're comfortable sharing. Okay, you know, you don't have to like. Tell us the whole nitty gritty of it. I don't it. have to read the text. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we drink enough, if I get you drunk enough, there was there was a lot happening. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of context and then I'll bring you forward into the present. So like, I don't remember if I went over this even on my episode because it's been a long time since I've listened to it. But if I don't remember, you probably don't either. So let me recap you. So Bueller and I dated for six months in 2021. Well, not that long, whatever. Um, And there were some red flags along the way of when we dated of him bringing up Sloan and like or in different ways that now looking back on it, hindsight, hindsight is always 2020, that he wasn't over her even then. And at that point, when Bueller and I started dating, they'd been broken up for four years, three years, three years. Three at least. I try to forget this guy, okay? <laughs> and so... <laughs> like, you, I don't know, but, but yeah, a while. But if you remember, or if you've just listened to the Spotify episode, you know that Sloan and Jordan have been friends since they were in middle school. So Jordan was in the picture when Sloan and Bueller first got together back when they were younger, correct? Yes. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> yes. And we had thoughts and opinions then. Yes. Um. So that like fast forward to now when they got back together like I said on the Spotify episode Jordan had her reservations and who wouldn't as a best friend if your best friend is getting back together with your ex or their ex I'm sorry um you're gonna be like what the fuck if any of my friends if got wind that I was entertaining Voldemort oh my god they would lose their fucking shit first of all I don't think I would have any friends at that point anymore like people would be like we're done we have been through enough with your ass and like if you're gonna sign up for that fuckery good fucking luck but like I'm not doing it so my point being rightfully so that you as a friend were like hey they 
saw each other on a dating app and she told me about it and she was like you know should I like him back or whatever it was and I from what I remember I said at first I was like you're gonna do what you're gonna want to do like I try to tell people that like it's your life I can tell you all these things until I'm blue in the face but at the end of the day like you're just gonna do what you want but I was like I don't think it's a good idea to go back to him like you had him blocked on certain things he'd send you letters you burnt them in the mail so to me I was just like <laughs> he like really sent her letters in the snail mail yeah like letter- letters that she wouldn't even open up and she just like burn in her like fireplace <laughs> like when I was like what 2017 he's like really sending yes, snail mail and, like, he was persistent so, like and I don't even remember like how they broke up and stuff like it just whatever but to me like I was just like I just don't think it's that great of an idea and to her she thought he has totally changed which people can change can they (laughs) I do believe they can't I think people can change but I don't think people can change I don't think oh no you don't think men can change I don't think men can change that much (laughs) I mean I think women can change there's probably a small percentage of men that can change because I don't want to make a blanket statement but I think for someone anybody man or woman to make a big change something really substantial has to happen in their life some type of circumstance or catalyst has to occur for them to make a big change and honestly with Bueller that breakup when I first met him that breakup did seem like a big catalyst for him to at least take a look in the mirror and reevaluate some things having dated him for the six months after that I don't know if he actually really truly reevaluated the things that he said he He did did not (laughs) he did not (laughs) like he he didn't said he did because just the things on your episode that you said were just very accurate to the things that my friend would say about him when they dated previously and whatever year it was I don't even remember but so to me when I was hearing the episode and about him and stuff I was just like yeah that sound like this is the dude like this it would have been different if like you were maybe saying things where I was like wow like I've never that's never. so out of character for him yes like but I was he like spot never. on like fucking darts just spot on like and everything in the bullseye like, but not even just things from their past earlier relationship but like things that she was complaining to you about yes currently and, that and it, currently yes you know it was both it was both but it was like okay you really haven't changed that much dude like you need to sit down a little bit or you humble yourself you just know? having a house and a dog doesn't mean your whole fucking life has changed i'm sorry but, uh. yeah it's called growing up and becoming an adult but like that doesn't mean that you've changed your uh approach to being in relationships but i digress like so when the podcast came out, it took, like I said in the episode, a few weeks for it to get wind enough to, for however Sloan got heard about it. We don't know exactly how Sloan heard about it. No. Um, <laughs> I do this every time I fucking record for the podcast. I like get like the worst indigestion. Never. I'm burping I, too over here. It's okay. Literally like <laughs> never when I'm not recording. When the microphone's in my face, I'm like, oh, all of a sudden I have to it's burp time like to 80 shine. fucking times. <laughs> um, no, but so anyway, sorry. So this is your truth. This is what you have lived. Like it's not about like, oh, look, is this true or not? Like even my boss so I'm a therapist so I'm, I kind of have very similar things to Katie of what yes, she does Jordan so. and I kind of like kindred <laughs> spirits so um my boss slash supervisor when we sometimes do therapy with you know kids and their family about like particular events like unsettling events that have happened with them my supervisor's like it's not really the a big deal about like what the truth is People have different perceptions of things, mm-hmm. have thoughts, feelings. So it's not about whose perception is right. People true. have their perceptions. That's that's 100% true also. I agree with that. So, so even, okay, so let's say my perception was, and lots of men like to accuse me of having like a warped perception of shit. So, you know, my like my own father included. So, you know, like maybe my perception is different than what Bueller's perception was of what he said but at the end of the day it wasn't even about that but you need to hear this came out a month later they all got wind of it we don't know how Sloan heard about it but we do know that Sloan sent the podcast to Jordan yes and Jordan so I got Jordan- drug into this mess yeah without my consent correct pretty much correct but Jordan so- being, <laughs> being a good best friend was like 
oh, your man's ex is out here talking some shit. I'm about to fuck this girl up. I'm Literally. Going, I am going to listen to the podcast. I'm going to get all of the information. And then I am going to fucking kill her. <laughs> well, not literally kill me. But, but you know what I mean. I'm going to fuck this you, bitch up. If you were saying things about her that I knew were like not factual. not true. Or I would have been like in your DMs like, dude. Like, are you good? Are you okay mentally? Like, like I want to be life. mean. But like, can we talk about it civilly? Because like, this is fucked up. But, but, so. you, but like, you need to get a life. So. So I knew that Sloane and Jordan were really close, obviously, because my Halloween party and all that shit and seeing them on Instagram together. And so once I it was so funny because I think I don't know. Everything happened really quickly. Like I did. Like I got like I found out really quickly that you guys knew like everything happened really quickly. But literally the day I was in Florida, I was I was on vacation and I get a call from my friend who has the connection to Sloan and Bueller and like that friend group, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, hey, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. Like, she doesn't normally call me. Like, I knew she was calling me and saying, so hey. So it's serious. Like, it's serious. Like, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, we just text all day every day. Right. So like, you know, if she had something to tell me, she would just text it, you know. She's like, Bueller knows about the podcast. I'm like, okay, it's what it's whatever. Like, you know, it's I'm not. I'm just gonna go back to my vacation. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right. Like, what? You know, did you hear anything or that it was said or whatever? And she's like, no, I just know he knows about it, and like, I know that like they're upset. And I'm like, oh, well, duh, they're upset. Like, I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised. But again, like, it, this was worth interrupting my vacation for. She's like, well, I just didn't want you to be blindsided. And there, but what ended up happening is that same day she called me. I don't know how this series, this events happened. I think my friend found the Apple podcast review like that same day too. I think I also think that's why she called me or she knew about that. Oh, I know who left the review. Correct. We do know who left the review, but, um, (laughs) one of Sloan's other good friends that has a mutual connection to my friend's boyfriend um i know you guys it's like don't even try to like put it together just I, know, yeah just know that there's a mutual connection it's complicated <laughs> don't even try to think too hard into it but um somebody related to sloan like friends with sloan left and me not you not jordan okay not jordan someone else left a shitty review on apple podcast and gave me a one-star review and just like talked all this shit whatever but this person's still my friend though correct yes but like it's not a bit like it's he's fine, not my like, friend but no. yes he's your friend so that like i saw that the same day that i heard that bueller and sloan either heard the podcast or knew about it and then i'm fucking on my stories and i like posted a story while i was on vacation and i'm like hey i'm just gonna take a break from my vacation to say sir i literally saw your podcast review i know like they're not anonymous i, I see who you are rude um like basically fuck you like leave me alone like it's what i just move i on. watched that rant off of my cat's instagram oh you know you watched off your real one too sis did I? oh yes you did oh dang okay so oh, like, i thought you, it was my cat one so you watched off your real one and i remember that vividly because i looked at the views and i'm like she, she's fucking watching it and you weren't following me but you watch because it's a public instagram you can watch it you know and you watched off both i saw both and i was like well, I feel like if I don't nip this in the bud quickly, this is going to get out of hand for no reason. <laughs> and so I DM'd Jordan. On my personal. On your personal. Yes, yeah. Okay. I DM'd Jordan and I was like, hey, I understand that everyone's upset. I understand that you all think I'm a psycho and a liar and all these different things. And that is totally okay. That is totally your prerogative. It is like, that's fine. But... I'm not I'm really like not looking to like believe it or not not looking to start shit I tried to be as like calm and like like diplomatic as possible you were not when you messaged me the first time like when I saw your name at first it was like just in the heat of everything that was going on so like like, I think I was with my one of my other friends and we were like holy shit like (laughs) I was like oh my god and I just was like okay and so like I didn't think you were going to, like, bitch me out necessarily or anything like that. But I opened it, and it just was, like, a lot different than what I thought it was going to be in a good way. Same. No, literally same. We both were totally pleasantly surprised. Um, 
but so essentially I you know I said please like please please don't hurt me I'm okay I'm a good person <laughs> like I was not going to like you know and Jordan was like no no I don't think you I think you misunderstand um <laughs> I believe you like I, I I believe you I think like Bueller's fucked up and like and we, we started exchanging messages and it, she's like yeah like Sloan and I aren't talking either like it's not like like, it's I not believe good. you. It's not yeah. good right now. And I believe you. And I was like, wait, I'm sorry. What is happening? <laughs> like, it was yeah. like, wait a second. And I just remember so vividly. It's like, you were like, I sat down to listen to your podcast, like tear you, tear you to shreds. And it turned out that like, I like you, I, it flipped the switch. Like it turned yeah. out to be so, sh- it ended up being making Sloan look bad for being associated with Bueller, like unfortunately yeah you know it was like oh and like yeah. i mean i didn't talk shit about sloan because i don't know her like exactly. yeah. i've never met her well and it made the, they kind of made it sound like you could have said brute things about her this that and the other thing but like as any girl best friend would do for their best friend you know, like I went into it thinking I was gonna have to scrap somebody or something. Like literally, I would too. I would literally. <laughs> I be was like, like, okay. What I have are we doing? almost fought people on behalf of my friends. Like I, like not girls, men. <laughs> but, but like I've almost kicked some ass. But I'm saying like I'm ready to like go to jail for one of my friends. Like I, that's I'm very protective. Yeah. I'm very passionate about my friends, and so I get that. Like I totally relate to that. So when I saw you looking at my stories, I'm like, oh, man, like they're just collecting like fucking ammo, like to just like start some shit because they're fucking pissed. Little did you know, I was just collecting evidence for myself and my three, my three thought (laughs) to formulate this situation. But it was amazing because when when Bueller and Sloan first got together and then I heard about it, right, like what does it what does a girl an ex and her besties do you go and look at the new girl's fucking shit who doesn't who doesn't if you say you don't you're lying if you yeah i'm sorry <laughs> if you want to like talk shit and be like oh my god i'm above that and i don't care it's like oh good for you you've done it at least once like okay. i'm sorry it'd be one thing if like bueller and i had broken up like a fucking year before they got back together and then i really would never have known slash cared but it was like a month later it was like a month later yeah, Maybe and lo- she and Sloane was freshly out of a relationship as well. Like, I think it was, like, only two or three weeks. Mind you. <laughs> fucking God. Mind you, she only dated this guy for, like, four months or something. So, like, kind of similar, like, to me They Mueller. were both freshly broken up. They were, like, her, see- vulnerable. So, like, yeah. of course, when they saw each other on a dating app, it's like, oh, my God, like, Disney wrote <laughs> this himself. Well, that's what I said. But that's literally what I said in the podcast. I'm like, I unfortunately relate to that because I got back together with my ex multiple times. And when you first get back together with your ex, you're like, oh, my God, like everything's perfect. This is exactly what's supposed to happen. Uh -uh. And it's like just kind of like, fuck, it's honestly pathetic now. Like when I look back on myself, not calling Sloan pathetic, but when I look back on myself doing that, it was pathetic of me (laughs) to do. And I and like, I just wish that I wouldn't have done that, but. I digress. So, like, I when I saw her Instagram for the first time and they were back together, I I actually laughed out loud because <laughs> of how different, like, how clear she was about her political views. Like, how clear she was. Very open about it. Very open. Yeah. She campaigned for one of them one of them <laughs> one, of the, one of the candidates for the 2020 election and let's just say that her views could could not have seemed more different than Bueller's like it when I when you just looked at her page when you looked at what she put out publicly right she seemed very very passionate about the liberal views like and all of the things that go with that so being very Yes. you know open-minded about different races and different yes. you know um sexual orientations and gender identities and that's what you assume right when you oh, assume, assume. Well, you okay have, that's yeah. what you assume okay. she's giving me looks <laughs> okay <laughs> but no. like, i was no. like she's like like, no katie that's not true (laughs) but on her for her it isn't but but you assume that when you look at someone's profile and they have all these like really liberal 
like posts about right yes. you know what i mean then you sketch out the uh, like things that have not been disclosed you, fill, you sketch it out you with fill okay, in the blanks right because like that would make sense and this. so my friends and i were like okay how is this gonna work like their their views are so different like you thought that your views were different from his like she couldn't be more left like at all like like you're you're not even that public about your political affiliation like yeah. how like how is that gonna work and we uh, I was just like whatever like that's none of our concern but that's that's hilarious like good luck to them but you guys I finally figured it out I finally cracked the code as to why they do work but we'll get to that so oh God. so like when they start like when they started when I when I started talking to Jordan and she was like you know I'm just I was really concerned about the things that were said um on your episode just about him you know having certain opinions about black people and like things that he said and and things he said about interracial dating and you know I mean I don't have to repeat it but like things he like he said about my one friend that when she you know had sex with black eyes and like he was disgusted by that and like all those really like heinous things that he said you know telling me he would break up with me if I'd ever even had sex with a black guy let alone dated a black guy like all the things right like just so egregious and and, and honestly yeah it is racist like it is racist to it, say shit that like is that. almost the textbook definition yeah <laughs> I don't know how you could even like yeah there's no really walk yourself it. back to be like oh no my that wasn't racist that was just my Obviously opinion no racist so you know when Jordan brought those concerns to Sloan um she was a little defensive and Sloan I think really thought that you were just gonna totally take her their side and believe that I was just a liar that none of those things were could possibly even be true yeah that's not exactly what happened but like literally you guys the other day Jordan and I were prepping for the episode and I ended up seeing the text that <laughs> went down of like them having this discussion and honestly it's unfortunate because I think up until then to be honest with you I really I don't know if I made myself believe this or if I just wanted to but I was like or just really trying to keep myself like in check of like I, like that I don't like my own biases about a person like that that they may really be a good person you know and like yeah. I don't just because she's dating my ex doesn't mean like anything about her like well, sure right. she's love yeah. I'm sure she's a lovely human you know like I really really like pounded that in my brain right of like there's nothing wrong with her she's a good person <laughs> like there's and even at dinner the other night I was like you know like she's got it like you were best friends with her forever like you know like there's got like you, you know there's gotta be things that are redeeming about her but you guys I'm telling you when I read these texts it's just so clear to me that and like I think there's a lot of women like this like I don't think she's the only one and I but I think there's a lot of women that have internal a lot of white women a lot of white privileged women that have internalized racism and they compartmentalize it and they pick and choose when they're quote-unquote an ally and when they're not going to say anything and oh, they're just going to fade and they're going to be a chameleon and they're going to just prescribe to whatever their significant other or the group that they're in is saying and unfortunately Sloan did that Right. It's like you're only an ally when it's comfortable for you. But at the end of the day, that's actually not being an ally because it's like it is uncomfortable because just how our society was built. Yeah. Being an ally, you're going to go through uncomfortable things and stuff. Yeah. And if you're about to get married to a guy who says horrible things about black people, I thought you'd want to... You might just want to have a conversation is all. But but instead of having a conversation with you and your concerns, I mean, I don't want to, like, share what you're not comfortable sharing. So she was a little defensive and didn't – I guess she denied that he – that Bueller is racist. But 
she kind of made her she kind of like stuck her foot in her mouth i mean she ultimately said some things not about black people but she said things about other races and other I mean she lit like you guys she literally admitted to being transphobic I mean she literally admitted to not liking other races and basically made the case that Bueller is more accepting of other people than her and you know if in your position you know, knowing like your values and what you believe in, that would have been incredibly hard for me to hear, given that that's like my close, like one of my closest friends. And so, again, I think there it's it's more complex than are you a good person or a bad person? Are you racist or you're not? But at the end of the day, it's like if you say stuff like that it's problematic it's problematic and we can at least admit that well and I even told her I was like you know like even if this girl is lying everything's a lie I heard what I heard I'm allowed to have feelings for it and that's what I was trying to make perfectly clear I was like whether or not this is true or not as a biracial woman hearing that some guy is saying it's disgusting if white and black people have sex that's literally I'm here because a white woman and a black guy had sex yeah literally so whether or not it's a truth or not it's upsetting it's like you know like me watching certain movies like 12 years a slave like that's upsetting to watch yeah even though that was like a dramatization like that wasn't all yeah but you're gonna have an emotional reaction yeah and like sloan didn't even allow you to have that like you were like listen it does like this doesn't matter we don't this girl has no relevance over our lives at the end of the day i just felt it triggered me yeah and you might want to know or like you might want to have conversation i wasn't like holy crap this is all true i just was concerned in expressing my feelings and i got i mean you got railroaded i mean she she was like not having it she was like it and and she really I mean, she ultimately is the one that was like, we're done. We're not friends. If you're not going to believe Bueller and you're going to. And it wasn't. But like, it never came down to that. But every time you tried to make a point and like you guys, Jordan was like being a really good friend. I mean, in the beginning of the conversation, they were talking mad shit about me. Like, you know, Jordan's like, this bitch is out here. Call her daddy wannabe. And I'm (laughs) like, you know what? Like, cheers to that. Um, But But then I did say. That I need to make my own podcast and put these motherfuckers <laughs> who have F- me over on the podcast. Like, I was like, damn, she's got a good point. Actually. Like, okay, she's got a she's got an idea, but like, <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, and slow, like, I, I guess it was just like a lot of really immature low blows that it was like you can talk like whatever if you want to talk shit about me and like say what you want. Like, yeah, I put out a public podcast. I invited people to have an opinion on my story and my it's life it's part of the deal too like you know yeah. people anybody who has a podcast there's gonna be people saying stuff so it's like going into it you probably knew obviously not everybody's gonna like it that's impossible i mean i knew they weren't gonna like it at least right like i <laughs> well, fucking like knew other that. people too but yeah, yeah that's just like it's that that was a little bit more unexpected of like some of the other things that happened but i knew for sure at least bueller voldemort and golden boy were gonna be like what the fuck you know i i i knew that but at the end of the day again i had a diff i had I knew that, but I also made the decision to publish it because I wanted to help people. Like I wanted to, I wanted a girl to hear it that was in a codependent relationship, that was in a toxic relationship, that conti- that attracted a bunch of fucking assholes like that, and tell and be and share the story of like you're not alone. And also, it could be way worse. <laughs> like it got really bad for me, and it was really yeah. dark. And in in addition to that, a big part of it was um like my way of healing right and like finding closure from that entire year Bueller or two years whatever a year and a half Bueller was such a small part of it like at the end of the day Bueller was a very small blip on that on that story and it just got so blown up because of that like of people of I, I guess I Well, I, they I were don't trying know. to make it seem like your whole podcast was, was a to, lie. Was to like, well, they thought it was a lie, but I feel like they were taking it as like, oh my God, she's creating this podcast just to shit on him. And like, this is what it's all about. And I even said to her in the text message, I was like, you know, like if you 
listen to the whole episode, like, you would see that, like, her point is way bigger than just these problematic things that he may or may not have said. Right. That is the point I was trying to make to her, and she still wasn't having it. And I also believe if she did really listen to it, the whole thing in its entirety, she wouldn't have sent it to me. <laughs> that is also true. Why the fuck would you want your boyfriend saying these things that is like bad for your best friend like if she legitimately listened to it from start to finish i don't think she would have sent it to me no i think she just had a knee-jerk excuse me she had a knee-jerk emotional reaction she was upset you know wanted to call me a cunt a bitch a you know that your voice is annoying. that my voice is annoying actually i was like your voice is actually pretty good. No, that was literally the best part, you guys. Because, you know, and a lot of you listening to this have personally reached out to me and have said you that you love my podcast voice. So when I read that, I was like, that's hilarious that how she was like really, really sick into the fact that my voice was unbearable, whiny, I'm such a brat, all these things. And like Jordan, before we even, they even started talking about the race stuff, she was like, actually, her voice really isn't that bad to listen to. And Sloan was like, you need to be on my side. You have to be at my side, Jordan. What the fuck? I'm like, how does so You're like, like okay, but like, have... like if we're gonna talk shit, like let's talk real shit. Let's talk about things that are fucking accurate, right? Like, like I was like, I could still think I she has too. an amazing podcast voice, but then think that she's spewing lies. Like it's not mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like yeah. you could still have a most tranquil voice, and I could and be, be like, like You're a bullshit. fucking cunt. And I exactly. Hate you. Like yes, like, things are like, not it, black and white like that. Yeah, but you gotta make yourself at least like. I don't know. If you're going to do, if you're going to make shots fired, at least make them like, accurate. Make them true. Make them true. And that's, or, you're right. And, and like, at the end of the day, that's exactly what I did. And people can fucking say that I didn't, that I'm a liar, that I'm this, that I'm that. The only two people that know what really truly fucking happened are me and Bueller in that situation. And Bueller knows what he said. <laughs> he knows what he said. And if he wants to deny that, and say that he never did when he doesn't think that that's his prerogative cool. i right. know for a fact that he did do that because when we went to said friend's house that had hooked up with black guys in the past and made that comment about him and i went to dinner there and um one night she like just just bought her new house and we were like having a little like not a housewarming but we just went to like see it and have yeah. dinner and i brought that up in the conversation i go like that's so funny like I didn't say it was so funny but I was like he said this like blah 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 and he like hit me under the table like hit my leg or whatever and then after we left the dinner and my friend you guys who he's like who he said this about and who I brought this up to is one of the most laid back people she's also extremely non-confrontational so like she wasn't gonna get mad or triggered or like whatever she just kind of laughed it off and I was like, dude, shit, like, relax. Like, she doesn't care. Because he was, like, getting, like, really pissed that I said that I said to her that he said that. And we walked out of her house. We got in the car. And he goes, if you ever tell anybody else that I said that, I will deny it and I'll call you a liar. And I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> and that was probably, like, a week or so before we broke up. And now look where we are. And I was like, okay, wow. So I knew that he was going to just outright deny it. Right. He he literally told me. He's like, I will outright deny it. And I was like, okay, deny it. All you fucking want. You still said it. Right. Like, okay. So it was just, it was like, it. I wasn't surprised by their reaction, but I was surprised by her own friends kind of being like, dude <laughs> like, what the fuck? yeah like this is a, just a little bit concerning and you might just want to have a conversation simple just a simple i'm like you don't have to fucking tell me what's the conversations about you don't have to tell me that like what you guys agreed on or what the, the verdict of the conversation is you just might want to have one and just by me suggesting you might want to have a conversation made her so pissed that she would just cut me off as a threat i mean she literally said if you don't apologize to bueller we have nothing to talk about and we're done this is someone that they've been friends for 13 years and you guys have not spoken since that day no and that's when i say like this podcast episode had been months in the making 
you also held out for her to like come a little bit to her senses and try to make amends with you because I knew coming on here would kind of be the nail nail in the coffin I mean I'm assuming she's still probably keeping tabs on your podcast just because she doesn't want anything else bad said about Bueller or whatever um so I knew like if I was gonna come on here it'd have to be some time after because if she was gonna come around like I was would be willing to you know be like oh whatever it's fine but now even like a couple weeks ago or even before that it's not fine what happened and how she handled things it's not fine no I mean it's <laughs> like, like I'm like it's just not well fine. it's like it's really I, bad I, I don't know I like I think I have I've had a lot of friends that I've been friends with for over a decade so several of my friends like I've either been friends with since high school or unfortunately college was over 10 years ago for me now so like I have a lot of friends from that time in my life and I couldn't imagine any of them just throwing me aside for any guy I don't care how fucking in love they were like they maybe I would never like the guy or maybe me and the guy would never get along or I would they would always know that I had reservations they would never just be like if you say one negative thing to me we're done like I can't even fathom that of someone I've been friends with for that long yeah and so that's not okay. Like, that's the part that's not okay. I mean, there's a lot that's not okay. But that especially is not okay. Also, to not honor your experience, your feelings, your reactions. Like, that's just not being a good friend either. Yeah. And so it just, I don't know. It was just mind-blowing to me that it got as bad as it did. I, I certainly, which I go back to, like, talking about my intent of what I did. I certainly didn't think that it would ever fuck with, like, her friendships or like people thinking some type of way about her because yeah. I didn't even think people were going to think that much into Bueller you know so I think right. all of that really was a surprise to me and so I but that's their own doing like that you know they they that's how they chose to that's how she chose to respond yeah. to the podcast and she didn't have to listen to it at all. Like she, like I mean, they, like it just could have just been like a non-event, really, for she them. There's no impact to the on whole their thing. life. Yeah, she just listened to the whole thing. Maybe, but then, but then she didn't because then that would have put her in a position where she had to feel bad for me, or she had to kind of like me, or see at least at least acknowledge the humanness of me, that I'm a real person and that I'm three dimensional. I'm not this like two dimensional villain of like this crazy ex. So like that's what she was not she was she's never gonna listen to it because it would make me way too human and way too real and then she would have that would then she would have to negotiate the parts that I said about Bueller that are real and then also negotiate the parts of herself that do or don't align with what he said it's way too much like it's just way too much for the brain so I'm just gonna shatter this fantasy that she's in fantasy that they are both they're both in living in clearly which, whatever they, that might be a false vanity for at a time for them okay cool like Bye. again there was never an intention to end their relationship over this i knew i honestly thought though if she heard what he said she would be like holy shit what the fuck but and you know i but i don't know her right so i didn't know that she was kind of like a chameleon when it came to dating guys and like just you know went with whatever they said i mean i guess i kind of knew that just based on what i'd heard but I didn't know it was that intense, like, to totally go against her own values and beliefs that she was so public about and then also ditch her best friend over it. No, I didn't think she would take it that far. I don't think you did either. No, and even, like, after I heard the things that you said and I was concerned, I wasn't like, we can't be friends. I just, like I said, was like, I'm concerned. You might want to have a conversation. Like, that's all. And she was just so mad that I even was, like, concerned, like, it's like she was so mad that I didn't hold Bueller to the same standard that she did. And it's like, of course I'm not. Even if he didn't say those things, like, that'd be weird. Like, Yeah, like, that's like, your why boyfriend. The hell would I? Say. Like, that's weird. But it just, yeah, it just was wild. And I just, like, and she could be upset. Like, I'm not, like, saying she couldn't be, like, hurt or, like, you know, disappointed that I, like, didn't see things, I guess, her way. 
but at the end of the day it's just like i've had my feelings and you have to just completely invalidate them she couldn't even balance both and like at the end of the day it's like i know that it's possible to balance both because so many of my friends and family hated Voldemort, like with a passion hated him so much and i still was able to maintain a relationship with those friends through that relationship post that relationship and they were also able to maintain a a somewhat of an understanding with Voldemort. Like they were able to be in the same room. And I, and you literally said, we can just put this aside. I don't, we don't need, I don't need to be right about this. I don't like, I I don't have any of that. I don't, I don't care that much. Like I just care about you as a friend. I want you to be with someone that is trustworthy and a good person and has good morals and values as, as as your best friend. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. That's what we all want for our best friends to be with guys that are that are good guys because there are so many shitty guys out there. Oh yes, and I think that was lost on her because she was so like just stuck on nobody was gonna fuck with this vision that she has yeah. for how their relationship is gonna pan out, and that that's ultimately also why yeah you coming on this podcast is a nail in the coffin because it is. you know like she's never going to be able to reconcile any of that and that's fine like i think i mean this point the ship has sailed i mean if i were you for it's been four months it's been four months and she hasn't even tried to contact you or say anything or or not Uh apologize but at least be like hey i miss you can we work this out yeah like i didn't handle that well or can we work can we work this out i like i don't feel any different but like i feel like this is stupid to lose a friendship over like i feel like this is so petty and dumb no she didn't do any of that so no. it's like okay I hear you I see you and like at this age in our point in our lives in our late 20s it's mid to late 20s it's like I'm gonna focus my energy and time on people that don't like that have my back exactly I mean if she's willing to throw you and cast you aside like that easily that easily over a little comment or a li- like a concern that yeah. you it just makes me think like how much is how much of our friendship did you actually like value and were you serious about because i feel like if you really valued me that much like you could be upset but if you valued our friendship that much i think even after all of this that happened we could still be friends i truly believe that i do too and and (laughs) i and i mean i was you know i was happy to wait to record this episode because it was like yeah i at least want to give you the opportunity to keep your bet like to you know reconcile with your best friend that was never the point of this podcast was to hurt anybody or end relationships or whatever so but it's it worked out because ultimately like sloan and jordan haven't spoken in four months ish yeah well no exactly four months i think yeah march to july four months March. Yeah. yeah so exactly four months and through that time Jordan just kind of like you know gave me all the tea all the info all the background so I learned a lot and I that's how I learned that you know Bueller and Sloan did ride indeed you know want the ending to the well I guess the current ending to the Bueller and Sloan story is that they rode off into the sunset together they live together they're engaged um officially actually like for real engaged and I truly wish them the best if this ever gets to them i don't wish any ill will on them um they very much wish clearly wish ill will on me that's okay but i i mean ultimately like i don't feel any type of way i shared my experience i shared my story and it it did impact them and i acknowledge that part but i i hope that they end up in a happy marriage we'll see how that goes Yeah, I don't really have any nice comments on that. So Katie, <laughs> Katie was being nicer than me. I'm going to be the bigger so person So if you here. guys ever hear this, don't I worry. think now I'm the biggest villain. Like, all <laughs> villains are misunderstood anyways. Yeah, we're all... older you get, you're like, they make sense. We're all wounded. We're all misunderstood. <laughs> we're all traumatized. These are just two bitches. <laughs> These are just two bitches recording a podcast in their villain eras, okay? Nope. Wounded for different reasons. <laughs> so it's just crazy. Like, every friend that I've told this situation, like, they literally just can't even believe it. I, you know, Sloan, you got my ex and I got your best friend. So I feel that I win. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just did a little 
We just did a little wife swap. swap, but we not just, wife swap, whatever you want to call it. We just did a little swap. And you can <sighs> fucking tell me that I'm a cunt and I'm a bitch and I'm all that. And those things may all be very traitor, true. But, but at the end of the day, I'm living in my authentic truth. I'm calling things out for what they are. And exactly as I perceive them, as Jordan so nicely said at the top of the episode, as I perceive them and I am, I will stand by and totally defend anything that I've said on this podcast, off this podcast. So I hope that you can say the same. And I appreciate Jordan being willing to like be a little bit open and candid about some really personal stuff, which we're going to continue to do. So I'm excited about that too. And you know, I gotta say we're done talking about Bueller and I don't want to give him more um, stage time or whatever spotlight than he really deserves because this my episodes weren't about him and neither is Jordan's so all right ladies I am going to pause Jordan and I's conversation here and thank you for listening to this part one of Jordan's story and head over to part two for the rest of it Until next time, this has been Bitch, You Need to Hear This.